on just like the ethical standards of the profession. And in reality, I've heard that social work kind of has very high standards and, and like, <laughs> like good standards in terms of things. And that oftentimes people don't like people of other professions don't have. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what happened? I saw nothing. Welcome. What is virtual networking? For many of you at home, you're probably thinking, oh my God, what have we got ourselves into? How do you conduct video meetings that get results? Well, we're going to get the answers to that in today's show. Welcome to Video Legend in the Making. I'm Chris from Ridge Films and wherever you are, in the world. Thank you for joining us and I hope you're safe. Australian businesses are growing rapidly when it comes to video communications and for a lot of us, we're now trying to juggle how to conduct ourselves, our businesses, our relationships while in front of the camera. Today we're going to take you behind the scenes of the global referral networking group BNI with video legend in the making Bob Greenup and discuss news trends and insights and show you how to conduct your video meetings and get results. If you like the show and want your questions answered, then join me in the next video marketing workshop via video conference. If you have little to no knowledge of video marketing, particularly now in the COVID world, then this workshop will be great for you. Here's a quick preview from attendees. Extremely valuable workshop, giving you a structured process. Giving you an indication as to what you could do with video. Capturing that audience in that short amount of time. How it can help you to close the deal and get new clients on board. It's not just one video fixes everything. You've got to spend a bit of time and understanding to make sure you're clear on why you want it and how you're going to use it. 90 minutes out of your day is staying on. May, June. May 13th, June 6th, July 7th, register at ridgefilms.com.au forward slash events, and it would mean the world to me to have you there. Well, Brendan, bring yourself in. Brendan is my favorite video and co-host, and we'll include a link in the post in the comments area. Click that link. If you have a question ready for our guest today, we'll connect you so you can ask your question in video form live on the show. Well, Brendan... We have had a leap on everybody else. We, we 12 months ago, we took our sales process to Zoom. We tripled the speed of sales, and I'm sure businesses are finding new efficiencies as we speak. Do you think people will ever go back? Sorry, Chris, I missed that question. My dog just started barking in the background. <laughs> do, you think, do you think businesses will ever go back? I think it's going to fundamentally change the way we communicate. I think there's, you know, like you just said, there's a load of efficiencies that have come out of this, in mainly in respect to travel time. So yeah, I think it's it's all going to happen and change for the for the best. Well, let's listen to our expert. Can't wait to have him on. He's a much loved man, and we've been part of our lives for six years. Let's uh, let's get on with the show. Hi, I'm Chris Schwager, and welcome to Video Legend in the Making on LinkedIn, YouTube, and your favorite podcast. I believe one of the most valuable mediums in business is video. Videos that lead your audience and inspire them. Your journey to be a more purposeful and connected video legend starts now. Well, Bob Greenup is the executive director of BNI Sydney, 
Central and South regions, established in 1984, BNI Global has become the world's largest business referral networking group with over 270,000 members across 70 different countries. He's also CEO of the MAP Institute, Managing Director of the Referral Edge. And what I noticed the most was Bob's most recent milestone, pivoting the organization of over 400 different business owners that are usually dependent on face-to-face -face interactions and now operating their networking groups via Zoom. Bob, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chris. It's great to be here and uh, good to see that you've actually been one step ahead of the game. It's certainly been uh, one of the few businesses that really have got ready for this. If Ivan Meisner is the father of modern networking across 70 different countries, does that make you like a cousin or something? Um, yeah, I suppose I'm a cousin. Yeah, I guess that's probably a reasonable relationship. Yep. Okay. A distant this is an impressive lineup, Bob, the different roles that you play, all helping people with referral marketing training and for entrepreneurs helping their vision become a reality. Is, is your mantra, give us gain? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I love helping people be successful. It's, I've been around for a long time. You can tell by the, the mush. I've been around for a long time. Been in business for over 50 years and uh, effectively I've been through lots of journeys and during that time I'm at the stage of my life where I really, uh, really do love giving back to the others who are actually going through some of the journeys I've been in the past. So anything I can do to help them accelerate that, I'm right in there. So, yeah, definitely part of what so, I love doing. So for, for some of the audience who are not familiar with BNI, can you just unpack it? What is it? So BNI is basically a referral marketing program. It puts together peer-selected, peer probably the most important distinction between BNI and just about any other organisation I've worked with in my whole life is that our clients, who are the members who are actually in this referral marketing group, select their clients. So they actually find the people they want to work with and they hold them accountable. So it's a weekly meeting that effectively puts people who are peer-selected, people who have got good referability, good reputation, good credibility, where they pool their reputations and leverage those reputations to get introduced when the time is right, for those people that need their particular solutions. So we have quality business people who select other quality business people to form a cohesive community where they can help each other grow and leverage their mutual communities. So it's it's something we've been going for 35 years now. And uh, the last six weeks, it's been the biggest transformation ever in 35 years, but it's been successful for 35 years. And as you said, it's in over 70 countries. It was started off as a as a cooperative back 35 years ago, it's still pretty much run like a cooperative uh, where the members select the members. Uh, we provide the program to help them run the program. So effectively, we provide the training, the structure, the education to make sure that they can actually deliver the experience that they've all had over the last 35 years. So we're there as a facilitator, uh, helping them make sure that the groups are accountable and they get the results that, uh, that basically they've been experiencing. And, and it's an organisation that does over $25 billion Australian dollars, $25 billion Australian dollars in referred business between the 270,000 members each year. Very, very successful accidental model. <laughs> right. And, and let's talk about the last four weeks because business interactions. Oh, yeah, 14th of March. Is essential for BNI and usually via face-to-face. -face. So it's Let's let's set the set the stage. It's the night before lockdown. How do you transition so many people, four hundred different members, to virtual interactions via Zoom? It's an interesting situation because uh, 
BNI has been 35 years face-to-face. Our whole model has been face-to-face, group meetings, uh, one-to-ones are done face-to-face, all of that sort of thing. And we've been very discouraging of anything that was online because we really like that human interaction. And then I can remember uh, on the 14th of March, uh, Saturday night, uh, we got a communication from our global office that we were all going online on Monday morning. Now, one of the things you don't necessarily appreciate when you're actually running a region in a part of the world is that because it's a global organisation, we have offices in China, we have outlets in China, we have them in South Korea, we have them in Hong Kong and so on. So we were kind of following the wave around the world and already adjusting our thinking from January at the the fact that this was potentially going to happen. And when China went into lockdown, the the organisation had to come up with an online solution. So by the time it got to Australia, we were already roughly about two months ahead of the curve in terms of getting our techniques, technology, all of our training, all of that stuff had actually been developed as it rolled around the Asian world, and then it got to Australia. So when they announced that we're actually sitting here thinking, well, this is this is a bit of a shock, a bit, bit of a bolt from the blue, we were kind of preparing for it at a low level, but they just made an announcement that basically the risks were too high, they were not prepared to put any member anywhere in the world at risk, and they were transitioning the whole organisation to online. So in order to do that, we had to take literally tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people and get them to understand Zoom, understand how to basically run the same program in an online environment and go through all of the technical hurdles. So actually our our program actually transitioned from a face-to-face experience into an online experience without any drama at all. In fact, I would have to say that the relationship, the ability to have relationships really like deep networks as opposed to just knowing people really came to the fore during this transition where people were were leveraging off their relationships to help them through this crisis, help them through inspiration, ideas on how they could cope with it. So we've seen some amazing stuff go on within the community. But the biggest hassle we had were all these people, and I must admit I've been a bit of a tech head for years, so it wasn't a huge issue for me, but a lot of our, uh, our members, our traders, and people that don't necessarily use electronic tools don't necessarily have a digital interface so going through that process of going through the teething issues for them to understand that they actually have to use a computer now, they have to have a camera, they have to have a sound card in their computer, all of that sort of thing, that was actually the, the most difficult part. I'd say about 70 or 80% of our members, it was pretty much seamless in the first week. And there was about 20 or 30% that needed a bit more helping hand. So we had to retrain 270,000 members in five days to actually create a an online version of the program we've delivered for 35 years. And I've got to say, it's uh, it's amazed everyone. A part of that part of that transition, of course, is because of the nature of our community. It's not run, if you like, by an individual. It's run by the members. We train the members how to run their communities. So when we had to make this transition. They took full ownership of it. They stepped up to it. They stepped into it. They actually worked with us to actually solve it at each group level. Their uh, their effort, their 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 dedication to making sure this was going to work was really amazing. And so it's it's like having two hundred and seventy thousand helpers actually helping transition your business and their businesses 
into an environment where they're going to continue to enjoy the success they have. So it's... Uh, well, BI members were in it for different reasons, personal development, business development, monetary reasons. What has been the impact, I guess, on, on all of that? Are, are people still functioning, still growing within BNI even after the first month of this transition? Well, it's been a very mixed bag. Uh, we've got uh, some businesses that have literally uh, travel agents. I mean, basically nothing. <laughs> Nothing's happening. No one's doing any travel. Uh, then we've got accountants who are literally run off their feet because all these government stimulants, all that sort of thing has to be basically interpreted for the business owner. So they're absolutely flat out. Uh, even people in the marketing space are actually can be busier. So it's a bit of a mixed bag when you get into some of the, the marketing space, but some are really doing well and others are still depending on their particular client profile. If you're in the real estate sector, then you've definitely gone through a bit of a slump. So it's a, it's a bit of a mixed bag from our point of view. Uh, the fact that we've actually been able to transition our business into online has seen about a 500% growth in inquiries. Uh, we are run off our feet at the moment. Uh, I was running uh, what we call discovery sessions once a month, and I'm now running them once a week because I'm just getting so much demand for people to understand how they can still reach out, how they can connect, how they can have that personal level of marketing on an, in an online environment. And I, uh, my gut feeling is that we're still delivering the, the best outcome for people given the sort of constraints that we've got with the uh, the online experience. So so we've been literally flat out. So we, we haven't been affected in terms of numbers of members. We've actually got the same membership and we've got an intake that's going up at the moment. Uh, but where it has made a massive impact to us is that the cost of being in BNI has dropped 75%. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's just incredible because one of the things that people may not realise is that to do face-to-face -face meetings... 75% of the expense of being in B&I was actually the cost of the venue, the cost yes. of going, getting the breakfast, all that type of thing, and the travel and the parking and all that, yeah. right? Well, that's gone. It's gone. It's yeah. basically suddenly instead of spending $50 a week to go to the meeting to, to cover the venue costs and $25 to cover the parking, all of that's gone. And the $20 a week it costs you to, to basically be an ongoing member is all you're paying. That's So, so. Yes. I suppose the broader community has suddenly realised that suddenly we're more accessible than we've ever, ever, ever been in 35 years. So it's uh, it's really blown the demand cycle for us through the roof. Awesome. Well, look, uh, let's let's get some questions on standby. I know Brennan and Dom there are waiting patiently. Before we do, we'll just watch a little parody excerpt. I'm sure you've seen this before, but. Uh, it's so relevant right now. I've got to play it again. Let's have a quick look. Okay, everyone, I know some of you have to leave soon, but I just wanted to go over a couple of the queries before. Oh, okay. Okay, excuse me. Um, my wife's out of town this week. Daddy's... I'm so sorry. Okay, you just spilt grape juice on the carpet. Daddy is in a meeting. Tyler, can you go over the numbers one more time, please? Uh, I thought Beth had an adjustment. Hey, Beth? Yeah. Sorry, guys, that's my iTunes sign. Hey, guys, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to join in. Mayhem, mayhem, mayhem. And if you haven't gone through it, I'm sure if you're working from home, adjusting your Zoom meetings, uh, it, it, anything goes, it appears. Um, Bob, I'm curious, you, you touched on that, the, the cost of events and whatnot. Will events ever be the same again? No. Uh, look, my, my personal feeling about that is that this online experience has been... We, we've done a survey of all the members around the world 
and the satisfaction rate is running just between 98.5% and 99%. So if that's any indication, uh, the members generally love the convenience of it, but we will definitely go back to face-to-face -face meetings in some kind of form, in some kind of frequency. My gut feeling is that it's going to be a hybrid model, that you'll end up having some online meetings and some face-to-face -face meetings. And I think every group is going to have their own perspective on how much of a mix they're going to have. I, I would hate to think that any chapter would have 100% face-to-face meetings ever again, to be honest, because what this has done is given us a plan B. It's given us an insurance policy. If anything ever happens to a venue or ever happens again that locks us down, we do not want to lose this skill set. We have just transitioned 270,000 people to adopt skills they never knew they needed or ever had the capacity to do. Why would we want to lose that? So at the very least, I would want to see an online meeting once a month uh, with a chapter, even if they went back the rest of them face to face, because this is just such a secure kind of environment where you don't, you're not controlled by, like one of the things that you may not realize is that when we're, when we're managing venues, if a big conference blows into town, sometimes we can lose our venue and they, they'll just ring us up and say, look, next week we can't have your meeting. And suddenly and our whole model is basically weekly consistency, weekly rhythm. So we haven't really had a solution for that other than just running around and trying to find another venue. So suddenly we have the solution. We, we don't want to have to actually panic when that sort of thing occurs. So uh, I think it's going to be a different world when we come out of this. And I think the other part of it that possibly people don't fully understand, we talk about vaccines and things like that. I don't think social distancing is going to go away inside 12 months, to be honest. I think this is going to be with us for a while. Uh, vaccines take 12 to 18 months to come around. Uh, unless you can shut down your overseas borders and stop people coming into the country and we eliminate it in Australia, which is not going to happen. Uh, I just think we're going to be live, living through a good part of 2021 uh, in this scenario. So this is going to become pretty embedded in our psyche and pretty embedded in our habits. You can't beat face-to-face, -face, though. I've got to say that when you actually do meet people on, on a personal level, our, our body language, our communication styles, all those sorts of things do give you another layer of insight. Uh, I, I would hate to think we'd never have face-to-face -face meetings again. Hopefully that's never going to happen. But uh, it's certainly been pretty close to uh, being a great transition from face-to-face -to, -face to what we're doing now, the way we run our meetings, the way we actually continue to build relationships, the, 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 the algorithms and the, and the processes and the training we give them to be able to use this platform is basically surpassed my expectations. So, in fact, uh, we do a lot of training, as you know, Chris, and we're finding that the training is actually working much better on the online platform than it is face-to-face. -face. And part of that is the fact we can have all these breakout rooms that we can, we can just manage the experience for training so much better. So I don't see myself going back to face-to-face -to -face training, to be honest. I think tra our training is always going to now be delivered online. So there's some Let's things... All righty, who's up? Uh, Dom. <laughs> You're looking very casual there, Dom. Please, uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you awake. Uh, have you Have you got a question for our dear friend Bob? Yeah, hi Bob. How are you? Good, thanks, Dom. How are you going today? Yeah, good, mate. Um, thanks for coming on. I am a a, a BNIA from way back, so I appreciate what you do and getting it online is something that. Yeah, I was uh, up for 
five years ago, but was ne never going to happen. So I'm really happy to see that it's, it's heading that direction. Um, I, I run a, a business that provides LinkedIn services for clients. What yep. is your, your, your and education around LinkedIn? Um, and, you know, it's, it's an amazing networking tool, just like BNI. What is your, I guess, what's your take on uh, LinkedIn and, and how does it, relate to um i guess referral marketing because it's 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 the only thing i use so so linkedin is a great tool for getting businesses connected i mean they've got hundreds of thousands of people connected the thing really? that you don't have with linkedin is you don't have peer selection and peer review and peer accountability and it's the same whether it's face to face or on linkedin whatever so it's a great sort of uh, i suppose a business profiling tool but when it comes to being able to select somebody that you know you can trust that you know that you can put your reputation on the line and know that they are going to perform because you're going to see them next week <laughs> and they know they're going to be held accountable to that. Uh, I haven't seen anything that works like being nice. So LinkedIn is a valuable tool from our point of view. So when we're looking for the right professionals that we may interview to be in a group, LinkedIn is a great starting point for us. But it okay. is a starting point. It's not an end game. So you, could, you certainly market through LinkedIn and we, we do the same thing. Most of our clients do marketing through LinkedIn, you'd be silly not to. It's one of the biggest platforms on the planet. So it's, in fact, I don't know, I've lost track of how many people, people have got over 400 million or something, haven't they? It's a pretty, pretty big number. So, so you'd be crazy not to be in LinkedIn doing some marketing through it. But what we're doing is filtering that large pool of people into the people that we build a relationship with where I'm prepared to put my reputation on the line for that person. And the fact that we're actually using within our groups, once we've got that trust in place, got to bear in mind we don't sell to each other. That's only incidental if it happens. We sell through our network, not to our network. So we've got to have trust in place to be able to connect the members up with opportunities that come up outside of the immediate group. You don't get that on LinkedIn. If I went to somebody on LinkedIn and said I needed a particular service and they actually referred me to something, I wouldn't, unless I had a trusted relationship with the person I was asking, I don't know how much I could trust the referral. So I want to be able to get that from a trusted source where I've got that relationship already bedded down. Right, Mr. Southall, you're up. Oh, it's my turn. Excellent. Hey, Brendan. How are you? Hello, Bob. Thank you for that. So, um, you know, I obviously know that video has been used very extensively throughout the training. Um, the question is, you know, how are you using video to, to market BNI? Uh, so, so from my point of view, having the ability to be able to, one of the things, a lot of the things we do are, are repeti repetitious. So when we get people coming in to our businesses, we do a lot of training, a lot of education. And without this ability to basically record that and deliver it in a continually standard sort of uh, message, I'd, I would just spend all my time doing nothing but literally live training. So having video, having video as a training tool is absolutely essential. When you go into a BNI chapter, you go into a thing, you get access to a thing called BNI University. And BNI University is an online education tool on how to do, develop your referral marketing. And there's like literally hundreds of hours of training in there. And it's all done using video and, uh, and basically uh, presentation tools as well. But it's really quite a, it's been a, a real step up in the last five years in terms of being able to make sure that the messaging that's getting out to the clients that need it is available easily 
It's accessible and consistent. So the messaging doesn't change from trainer to trainer or from day to day. It's always the same message being delivered. So that consistency is critical to making sure that we have a homo- an homogenous experience for anybody who comes into our network. So video for us is an extremely powerful, productive tool to make sure that we can actually replicate a, a piece of knowledge, a piece of education, and then leverage it and leverage it and leverage it. I mean, I don't think we I don't know where we'd be with that video. And we saw at the start of the show how bad it can get. Um, <laughs> Bob, that that while people are still finding their feet with Zoom, still making adjustments adjustments to their virtual selves in this video world now. Where what's the future? Do you think for first impressions, presentations? Oh man, that's a big topic. So in the early we, in the early weeks of uh, going online, uh, we saw people uh, sitting up in bed coming to the Zoom meetings. We saw people arriving in singlets. Uh, it was really like, hey, guys, this is a business meeting. Uh, when you go to a BNI meeting, it's a business meeting of business professionals. And when you've gone into a home environment where you're used to just hanging around in your in your in your, your daggy sort of clothes, your t-shirts and stuff like that. There is a tendency to be a little bit relaxed. Now, your presentation is absolutely critical in communicating your credibility. So if you don't invest in making sure that when you arrive at a meeting, a Zoom meeting, it is a business meeting, if you don't invest in making sure that your background's appropriate, your dress is appropriate, that you are communicating your professionalism in whatever you're doing, whether you're a plumber or a financial planner, you are communicating the way you want to be thought of when a referral comes to mind. So I don't want to refer somebody that regardless what they do, it looks like crap in, in, the, in the image. I, I actually want to feel confident that you're going to basically communicate to the people I refer you to in a way that's going to reflect well on my reputation. So you need to present like that so others see that image when they're thinking about a referral for you they're thinking of that image is going to be presented to their client, that referral opportunity. So you have to get your lighting right. You have to get your background right. You have to get your coat of dress right. Every, all of those things need to be nailed if you're going to really deliver a marketable product to the audience to which you're, to whom you're talking. So you do need to get your, your, your office set up or whether it be a noise issue, a lighting issue. Obviously, you've got one of the things I do recommend and this might seem trivial, but one of the things that people used to joke about five or six weeks ago is you can just hop out of bed and go to the meeting. It's really great. No, no, no. You've got to have a shower, freshen up, because it does impact your energy. If you don't have a shower before you come to the meeting, you actually feel a bit you're a bit dull. So you do need to actually polish your, your energy by freshening up and being ready to engage, because that you now more than ever, you are selling through that screen. You. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. You know, make a big deal. You know, well, you, look, but, you look fantastic. I'm sold. I'm sold. People, <laughs> people, as a as a former BNI member of six years, people only knew me as this, so I thought it only be the right fit for me to present like this for you, um, Brennan. I I don't know. There might be some yeah. more questions. There's some couple of text things. Would you like to uh, add that? 
Yes, Chris, there's there's a couple of questions there, but they're actually not relevant to, to this topic, so I'll, I'll park them for now. Okay. Thank you so much, Brennan. Look, if you've been wanting to get on to the video call and you haven't, then we're running very late on time, so we'll probably have to wrap up pretty soon. Before we do, the reason why I look like this and Brennan is not the best lighting over his end is because of this thing it's called the diy desktop studio it allows you with one button push to get videos like this up and running for your audience and it's an absolute game changer these are selling like hotcakes at the moment and if you're interested please reach out to us it includes the sound light and camera and all the things that you would want from from a professional studio at the convenience of your desk so please reach out and let us know. Bob, we're, we're going to be wrapping up pretty soon. Have you got anything else that you'd like to tack on? Because I think what you've done in the last four weeks with all of the hours that you've put together and uh, the feedback from members that, uh, that I've spoken to has been that it's been a, a very smooth transition with amazing results. So you should be absolutely commended on your efforts for, Thank you. for getting so I think uh, some of the comments I would make just to wrap that up is that we really need to actually think about uh, when you're running a sort of a meeting environment like we run, where we have anywhere from 50 to 100 people coming to a meeting, you'd need to think about the experience of the people who've never been before. And you need to make sure that they're managed in a way that they are acknowledged, they are welcomed, they feel comfortable about what they're coming into. So one of the things you'll find when you're coming to BNI meetings right now, uh, we're, we're actually fine tuning the next step to make sure that that experience, that feeling that you've actually been looked after, nurtured, hosted, is actually now being converted into that online experience as well. So uh, anybody who's been to a face-to-face -face meeting would know that we host very well at a face-to-face -face meeting. That tr that part of the transition has taken a little bit longer in that online transition. So we've now got that coming through and that's really just capping off what's been a good experience. So. That's, uh, that's one thing you just need to be aware of, that not everybody coming in is comfortable with this situation and you need to be doing everything you can to actually make them feel comfortable about it. The other thing is that you, when you've got a lot of people in a meeting, uh, you need to be really crisp about your message. You need to make sure that you've thought about it before you arrive and you're not going to wing it on the day. Nobody wants people who are going to waffle in a meeting of 30, 40 or 50 people. You've really only got a, a small amount of time to cut through. You've got limited obviously body language because you're on a screen you've got to make sure your message is clear crisp and to the point so preparation is more important now than ever to make sure that you're actually heard and your message gets through to the target you want well bob you are a video legend and thank you so much for joining us today it's been my pleasure chris love being here and to learn more about bob connect with him on linkedin in the show notes and if you need to create business relationships share ideas contacts and most importantly business referrals then head over to bni.com.au connect with bob and he'll invite you to one of their weekly meetings had six years of it perfecting my pitch was an absolute must and we have successfully done that and we continue to do that every single day so thank you so much to bni for that for that great skill set. Video Legend in the Making is available on YouTube and your favorite podcast, iTunes and Spotify. Please take the time to rate and review. It would absolutely be the best thing ever and share your thoughts, please. We love your feedback. Thank you to my show coordinator, Kev Santos, Brennan Southall, and to you, 
at home, wherever you are, for taking the time to get educated. And I look forward to seeing you next week on Video Legend. Thank you so much. Thank you so much again for watching. If you're a decision maker or marketer of a small to medium-sized business with little to no knowledge of video and would like your questions answered via video conference, not a webinar, then join me at the next video marketing workshop. It would mean the world to have you register. Go to ridgefilms.com.au forward slash events and I look forward to seeing you. Thanks for watching. Nice.